work hard, focus on your goals, have a vision of what you want to achieve, remind yourself about that and just be relentless in trying to actually achieve it. Welcome to another episode of Relentless Life on Your Terms, Season 4. Thank you for joining us, Zen. Thanks for having me, Chris. So obviously, the, a lot of listeners would like to obviously know the transition. You've ran so many businesses for a quarter of a century now. The transition to come over and help myself and the team build, a, obviously, a much bigger brand. Well, how was that transition and why did you decide to make that, other, other than my persistence? <laughs> I think the challenge, working with uh, like-minded, uh, like-minded people, um, I sold my business at the uh, at the end of the financial year. Was looking for was looking for another challenge going forward. Um, I'd, I obviously dealt with the the guys here at Reventon previously because we've done some associated business together. Yep. Um, so I understood uh, the talent uh, that you had here, and um, I, I think for myself it was really about getting some additional knowledge. Um, we did over a thousand uh, property sales with. Uh, with our company WIT, but the majority of those were local sales. Um, I knew that uh, Reventon was doing a lot of sales, not just in Victoria, but also across the country. So to find out a bit more about properties across the country, um, different uh, different locations, familiarise myself with properties, not just in Victoria, but all over Australia, was something that um, I thought would help my, uh, my own self-development. And again, working with some of the with some of the people here that have been in real estate for a long time as well, I thought that would help upskill myself. And I really felt that I needed that, that transition, uh, needed that change. Um, I was uh, with my company, I was- 15 uh, years, wasn't it? Was it 18? 18 years, uh, 18 years with the company. Um, I was, uh, I could do that in one or two hours per day. So the, the challenge was, the challenge just wasn't there towards, uh, you know, in those last probably five, six years. Um, so I really wanted to challenge myself. Um, and again, working with, uh, working here, uh, knowing some of the great people that you've actually employed, uh, I thought I could learn and develop. And it was something that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to improve. That's also mutual because we've learned a lot from you. This is the fifth time we've worked side by side. And um, we do sell in most states, but to have that ability to, I've been fortunate to attract an amazing team and to have you back, this is our fifth tenure working together. And I think it's important to know, no matter, no matter what role you hold, whether it's a CEO, now you're obviously, you're one of our executives here and you work side by side with me and the team, every job or every uh, career has a tenure until that passion goes down and you go, I need a new challenge, I need a new challenge. And you've seen that throughout your career and I've seen that throughout my career too. And I think it's very, very important to acknowledge because when that fire starts to burn a bit, a lot of people stay in a job, a business or a career that they that fire burns down. But if you acknowledge that, you're gonna learn, you're gonna grow and you're gonna help people go to that next level. And I think as you just stated, a lot of people find day-to-day grind, they're overstaying their welcome in a certain position and they're not growing. So I'm very fortunate and grateful that you have made that transition into Reventon. Have you found it so far? You've only been here for a few months. Have you found it so far? Look, I've had a great time learning. um, And uh, like I said, working with uh, different people, Uh, the systems that I had in place with my company were quite rigid. 
um, the training of the people that were were left behind in the organisation, it was it was able to run with or without me. So to sort of move on, it seemed like an easy transition. Um, and I really wanted to have a look at what you do here at Reventon and sort of run my eyes over it and see, okay, these are some of the areas where I believe we can improve. These are some of the systems that I believe if we're able to implement, we'll give a better client experience. Um, so I, I thought uh, in the in the short time that I've been here, um, we've been able to sort of assess, uh, assess those uh, systems and sort of have a good look at what's going on here. And I believe that we're going to continue to get better and better as the years go on. And uh, if if we can have the best client experiences um, across um, across the industry, that's what's going to allow the company to continue to grow. And I think we've seen that across. Obviously, we've I think one thing Reventon did do different. We have a lot a lot more I guess service offering, a lot more service, and want to continue that. And I think you can only do that with a great team. So bringing both of our knowledges together, and of course with all of our team here, we can keep offering a better client experience. We can keep growing. We can go national, and I think that's been probably the biggest key difference and driver. But also I see all the fundamentals from every part of your career and my career culminating into what we're doing now. And it keeps sharpening your skills and ability and acts like I do with mine to yep. keep getting better, to offer a better client experience, to offer a more enriched working experience so you can keep growing. So I'm looking forward to the incoming year. So watch Reventon, watch this space. We're, our team's growing. We've already got an amazing team and we're super excited to have Zen alongside us. And 2023 will be our biggest year to date. So obviously the biggest key driver is a number of different departments. So we look at here, we've got um, obviously the buyer's advocacy, the property side, new build and established, which as you mentioned nationally, finance, which you did as well, residential lending. So we're very fortunate we have a we're a multi-award winning company now. We've won over 30 awards, featuring over 50 major publications. I think this year was our fifth year running the Choice Aggregation Award, settled over 200 million. These things I'm very proud of. But the other arms we did was property management, yep. accounting and financial planning. Now there's a couple more services we're gonna offer, but would you say that was the key, the biggest difference between the two? I think with, uh, with my organization, finance and property were solely what we were focused on. Um, having the other arms is something that's obviously very beneficial. Um, but again, coming into Reventon, having a look at how they operate, seeing the systems that they have in place um, has been something that's been helpful for myself. Um, and I think being able to offer all of those services under the one roof uh, is something that not many organisations do. And to be able to do a good job in all of those areas um, is, al is always going to be an ongoing challenge. There's always one challenge in one area as what we're always facing. But I remember one of my coaches told me, because um, I have a few business coaches, as you know, Kevin Francin, he goes, you should be able to make it very, very easy for your clients to engage with you, but become like an octopus and very sticky for them to disengage because you, you're doing your clients' property needs, finance, property management, accounting, financial planning. So what that comes down to is offer as much service as possible for that client so it can integrate their experience, but make sure that, and I think a key difference is when you speak to a client and you understand their needs, we're going for the same goal. So if you go to one accountant and one broker, they might be pulling you in different directions. But if we start that first discovery meeting, as we call it, understanding 
their clients' goals and objectives, and collectively we mobilize their team, our team, for them, I think you get a much better outcome. I think that's something that I've noticed uh, in, in the time that I've been here, is your initial consultation is super important. So finding out exactly what a client's goals and objectives are, again, is something that you need to do, uh, really do a deep dive into. And I think the consultants uh, that we have here at Reventon are continually improving in that aspect. And as I said before, having all those having all of the services under one roof is allowing your is allowing your clients to feel confident to be able to continue on that journey. Um, and I think for I think for any organisation, good uh, good systems, uh, sound sound people in different departments is is the key to any business's success. And um, I, I think. Uh, yeah, as I said, in the short time that I've been here, um, there's some fantastic people in all areas, from client services to property management to accounting to investments, um, even to our marketing department. Um, I think uh, the people that uh, we've been able to that you've been able to attract over the years are complementing what's going on here, and there's always there's always evolution. Of course, and I've been watching that in the short time that I've been here. Um, and uh, I believe we'll continue, we'll continue to have that evolution. And with that, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll continue to have growth, not only for us as an organization, but we'll continue to be able to bring the clients along. Of course, uh, the client well. growth. One of my biggest goals, as you know very well, is every year I come into Reventon is to not recognize it, is to have that evolution, is to grow as a business as a business offering, as a client experience. And I think what we've been able to do is collectively uh, bring together a group of people that feel the same way when it comes to client experience. But if you look back to at even when you're doing the direct marketing in your Cobra days, it comes down to a basic core skills, fundamentals, just repeating them over and over again. And one thing that's always been important to me throughout my whole career, and I think I've instilled that through this organization, is always upskilling is to never become complacent, is to become better for your clients. Because if you're not growing and evolving, I think it's our responsibility to our clients, to our teams, and to ourselves to keep evolving. And I think that's one thing that, that I think I've lived by all my life. And I think I've been able to bring that into this organization, which I think is why we grow year in, year out. I think anyone that's in, uh, that's in a sales environment has to understand that if your knowledge isn't growing, then you're, you're going backwards. So you need to continue to upskill yourself, you need to continue to challenge yourself, you need to continually be able to solve problems and a, pr a problem in sales is never a problem. There's a solution to the problem. So what you've got to do is you've got to understand what the problem is and then look for the, uh, and look for the solution. And if you can't find it yourself, there's, got to, there's someone out there someone has the, someone out there has the solution. So having good people within your organization, being able to sit down, discuss those, discuss those topics and find a solution is what helps you to upskill your, uh, up your learning and your development within an organization as well. So that's been something that uh, for me um, has been great. And um, as you know, I'm not, the, uh, I'm not the greatest when it comes to tech, but I understand that there's people here that that are able to do those that are able to do those sorts of things. So, 
for me, just working on working on our strengths, bring, and for each individual to bring their strengths to the table, um, and th- that's what I've been seeing in the time that I've been here, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for what the new year is going to bring. I for laugh us as because well. I think we have similar strengths when it comes to people or sales, but I remember when I, when I was working so hard to acquire you to come and assist us to grow this, I could not uh, shout your uh, praises loud enough how excited I am to bring you on board, but I said, I am gonna make one disclaimer. They go, what? I go, he's technically challenged like I am. And they go, not another one. I go, yeah, but he's gonna have all these people skills. And understanding that we have amazing people here, just to mention a few like John, Peter, Tim, that are amazing at tech, they complement our ability because any team needs a good defender, midfielder, and a good striker. Of and we know what we're good at. So. We, we make no secret that we're not good at that, but we are surrounded by great people. We're all people focused and we're all client focused. And I think that's been a key driver here. And if I could share anything with our listeners, it's making sure you don't become complacent, whether that be in sales or upskilling, making sure you have the right people around you. And one thing that you said is very, very important, I think is listening and being open-minded enough to know that you don't know everything. And yeah. if you, the minute I think you think you know everything, you've put an expiry date on your ability to grow, You've put, an, you've put a, an expiry on the client's journey and experience. If you're a student of business, if you're a student of sales, if you're a student of learning different areas, you're always gonna grow. And I think that's a mentality that we share. A lot of our team shares here, I'd say all of our team shares, to be able to grow. Because I think first and foremost, you owe, you owe that professionally to your clients and you owe that to yourself. Yeah. And I think it's, you've been a testament to that which changing, you've hit the pinnacle of, you started with hospitality sales, real estate. So you've hit so many pinnacles and you thought, I'm done, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, and I'm back in. And a lot of people don't do that because they just think, you know what, I'm comfortable, I'm cruising. And every time I did that too, I don't know if you share the same sentiment, it wasn't that there wasn't fear, it wasn't that there wasn't doubt, but I knew if I did not take that step, I wouldn't be fulfilled and I wouldn't grow. I remember mum saying, Chris, don't leave, you've got a great job. I think I was 23, 24 when I was a national manager, I was making hundreds of thousands, owned multiple properties. And I said, but I can't stay here anymore. It's not fulfilling me. That jump from running a team of 20, 30 in-home consultants trained, I don't know how many, probably over a hundred, to go on my own, to become self-employed, to start this business, marked the 21st, 2005, which was 17 and a half years ago now, to make that leap was the best thing I've ever done. I think you've always got to be challenging yourself. And one thing with uh, with all of our siblings, we've always been able to do that. Let's challenge ourselves and each other. And I'm making a disclaimer as well. So it's in two years, we'll mark my 20 years as CEO. I'll be resigning as CEO and taking on my next challenge, which I'm working on now. Stay tuned, you'll be more informed of that. So two of my key roles now is to ensure that all of the team can function here without me like Zen did with his business to get this to the next level and I'll take on my next challenge because I know 20 years in a role as a CEO, it's time to pass the baton over and move forward. So I hope everybody's thinking ahead about their next move, not becoming complacent and upskilling. It's been a long time coming. We've worked together for so many times. I'm so happy and proud that the last two, three months you've actually helped join me to come and build this into something much bigger to take Reventon to the next level. So you're bringing all your people skills and all your systems and we're merging them all again, coming back into Reventon. I know you've achieved a lot in your career. You've won multiple awards when you're working at, back in the day, I think it was called Cobra. 
Yep. You won sales awards. You won you won another award, which was Rising, uh, Star, award. Rising Star Award. I remember you used to go to rallies and win all those awards. But some of your uh, biggest achievements that you've noted, which uh, I personally know as being a, one of the be- most amazing fathers of three kids. Now, I want to talk about them because obviously I'm probably as proud of them as you are. You've got three kids, two daughters, one son, yep. who I, I know are going to be both of us, actually. They're, two of them have already started their own business. Yep. One of them's an elite athlete. Uh, who's my godson funny enough which he didn't get that from me we know that for sure yeah. I don't know if he even got that from you because it's even better but he's an elite athlete hard Tell us work about and the perse- two little ones hard work and perseverance well he got that from us I'm hoping yeah. what about the little one is um they're all they're all very special is a business owner at what age she started a business at the uh just before she turned 17 years old so she's been running it for over a year now um and she's uh she's been doing really well uh, which is great to see. And um, I, I think being a business owner and having your children in that environment and seeing that, uh, seeing what it's like to have their parents running their own businesses over a number of years is something that subliminally... You pick up. You see the habits. You are with your environment. It's instinct for them. So um, I, I, you learn a lot from your parents um, as we learned a lot from our parents. Um, so... I think that that's uh, the work ethic, the tenacity, the willingness to do what maybe other people aren't willing to do, the willingness to take risks, understand that you might fall over, you need to dust yourself off, get back up and go again. Um, they probably saw uh, they probably saw that through us and through um, through the trials that that we would have faced as well. You know, I want to focus on that because you just prompted something in mind. We saw our parents come from overseas, work extremely hard. We actually took that from all of our parents and all of us did exactly the same thing. and We became entrepreneurs, all of us. Yeah. Ironically, our kids are now doing that at a younger age. I'd like to think they're going to become more efficient, better. And with our grounding and what we saw from our parents and they saw from us, they're becoming into these very, very smart, well-adapted kids. So that's your youngest. Obviously, your other daughter as well is uh, started her own company. She's an influencer. I don't know if she's close to a million followers now, yep. which is incredible. And she just started a digital marketing agency as well. That's correct. So she uh, she just started a digital marketing agency. Um, it's been a couple months now. So that was uh, something that she had a passion with. She's been a social media influencer uh, since the age of 15, 16, sort of fell into it. Uh, so she was an athlete, um, just uh, documenting... Um, I suppose her travels, family holidays, Eating, and, so training. and so forth, staying in shape and things like that. And uh, she probably started doing that probably five, six years ago when Instagram was sort of taking off and things like that. So she was able to do really well doing that. Started working in a digital marketing company. Um, so I got a little bit of experience in a digital marketing company and decided that, you know, I, Let's I, give it a go. I want to give it a go myself. So with the help of uh, her mother and um, her business partner, they put together a plan, set up the things that they needed to do, and they're off and running. Uh, I was very impressed. Now. I was at your house and I saw her and her partner putting everything together at such a young age, very smart and switched on. We'll put their details below, check them up. I know they never got their digital skills from me and you, no, but hopefully no. their work ethic they did. And your son, also named Zen, um, he's, he's an athlete. He, uh, he's been playing AFL football since the age of seven. So it's a passion of his. He absolutely loves it. Um, I coached him for a number of years as well, so I've done some junior coaching. Um, and 
I think, again, his work ethic, being in an elite program from the age of 14, has really helped him understand that what you put in is what you're going to get out. Um, so this year he's got a trial with the VFL. Um, so he's working really hard this preseason um, to see if he can get himself on the list. Um, his draft year was during COVID. Um, so that, that was a little bit unfortunate um, for a lot of kids through that year. Um, but yeah, he's really putting his, um, his head down and, and, and having a real crack at it. And he did very well year. last year in the ADFL. He came, it was... It was his first full year yep. of senior football. Uh, he came runner-up in his uh, best and fairest, which, which was incredible. Which was great to see. Um, up uh, up against uh, a lot of men in that competition, he'd only played five senior games uh, previous to that um, because he was in an elite program where he was playing with uh, uh, in the NAB League, which is the uh, which is one of the feeder leagues uh, to the AFL. Um, so he didn't have too many opportunities to play senior football, but he was playing with a lot of uh, a lot of the top kids uh, in his age group across the country. So look, I see all that, and and I guess you got extremely proud. You've got three amazing kids that work very hard, that are into fitness, and I think they, it's like what you said, they're a product of their environment. I think we've taken what our parents have shown us, but I think they're taking it to another level, and it makes me extremely proud to say that, that, um, that they've got to that level. Um, how do you, I know you're a very, a very hard worker, and you're one of the most involved dads I know. How do you, how do you um, incorporate both? I think balance is really important. Uh, it's something that it takes you time to develop. Um, I probably didn't have uh, I probably didn't have the balance that I did when I had uh, young children, so I was really focused on work at that stage. Um, but I had a supportive partner that was looking after my children and allowing me to sort of put in those hours um, to uh, the hours that you need when starting a business to succeed. So I was fortunate in that sense, um, and I think. Once my children started to reach their teenage years, I, I understood that there needed to be a balance between both. All of my kids have been involved in sport at a young age. Um, so I wanted to watch them through that journey. So my daughters both did competitive cheerleading across the country and also traveled internationally to do that. My son, as I said, was playing football from the age of seven years old um, in an elite program from the age of 14. Uh, never missed a game, never missed a training session. Um, and so I suppose the hard work that I put in when they were really young allowed me to sort of get that balance uh, l later in life. And I think for everyone, success in a family or any environment is a team sport. Having a supportive partner, wife, whatever the case may be, and three kids that, that mold and emulate your hard work and work ethic and fitness, you're a testament to that. So I think that's that's obviously great and something I know you're very proud of. Definitely. All right, so Zen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Ready for your quick fire questions? Shoot. All right, what's the first thing you think of when you wake up? Green tea. <laughs> How do you start your day? With a green tea. <laughs> what's your favorite thing to cook? Uh, steak on the barbecue. If you could work for anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Alongside anyone, if you could work with someone, Beside me, I hope. <laughs> I'd say Arnold. Arnold? Okay. What is your biggest pet peeve? Pass. He's a very calm man, so I don't see him angry often. I always say if you've got him angry, 99% you've done something wrong. I'm a pretty patient man, Chris. You are, you are. You always were. Um, what Laziness, is... I'd say. It's my pet peeve. Oh, 
Good. Well, I don't, I don't know any of us that suffer from that. What is, um, what is something no one knows about you? That no one knows about me? Yeah. Oh, I can't tell you because then someone's going to know. No, no. Well, I can tell you he did. Uh, he actually did the army in Cyprus for nine months. Not many people would know that. A lot of people would that we know, but he did the army. There you go. Now, if your house was on fire and you had to go back in to get two things, we're assuming your kid and your dog's out, what are you going to go in and get? Kid and dogs are out. Yep, so your family's out, your dog's out. What are you going to get? Two things. I don't think possessions would be that important to me, Chris. So as long as photos or something, family and dogs are out. You don't care. Everything else is replaceable. Now, do you have any tattoos? Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, What is your all-time favorite movie? Oh, a TV show, all-time favorite TV show. That'd have to be Seinfeld. Oh, good. We can definitely ground that. What's one piece of advice you want to give to our listeners to take away from what we discussed? I think perseverance. Work hard. Focus on your goals. Have, ha, have a vision of what you want to achieve. Remind yourself about that and just be relentless in trying to actually achieve it. Relentless. Um, worst job? Worst job? You've ever had? I think dishwasher. Yeah, we've both done that one. Um, still do it, funny enough. Best job? But best job's been in, uh, been in property and finance. Real estate? Yeah. Um, Summer or winter? Summer. Call or text? Call. Yeah, we're both... um, Coffee or tea? Uh, Coffee. Pizza or burgers? Burger. Cardio or weights? Weights. Okay. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Probably invisible. Invisible, okay. On a scale from one to ten, how much have you enjoyed the podcast? I'll give it a ten. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure having Zen on the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Remember to like and subscribe if you want to see more content and podcasts. Thank you.